I'm not gonna lie, I was scared for my safety too. I was scared too. I shared it with you because I needed to, I needed someone to see me. I was scared. I was alone. My name is Rock. And I'm Lucy. And this is Single Girl Season. This week we're going to be talking about how to handle rejection. Because you need to know how to handle rejection in the dating scene. Yeah. We're still learning. I think everything is a rejection in the dating scene. But we thought, let's put our hot tips into it, what we're currently doing while we yep. are dating, and see if you can relate or if you have your own tips. But rejection is a huge part of dating. And what we don't want, at least for myself, is to go into a 12-hour slump. <laughs> yeah, a 12-hour spiral. We're trying not to spiral this year. Not to spiral in 2024. We're just going to keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it Gucci. Do people <laughs> still say that? I haven't heard someone say Gucci. I gave myself the ick just then. So we're going to be giving you our hot tips on rejection and then probably break down our from last week, if you listened, our Bumble experiences, our dating. We're on Tinder. We're online dating again. Give you a little update on where we're at mentally, physically, spiritually. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously end with our pop culture as we do in most episodes. Alrighty. Gorgeous. All right. So I could kick us off in terms of how to handle rejection. We had some incidences this week. We did. We did. But we're rolling with the punches. You know what, though? I was rewatching this show, Abbott's Elementary. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had, you know, talking about dating and rejection, there's this one quote that one of the characters say, and she says, The only silver lining to dating is that you only have to be right about someone once. so i feel like that kind of brought me out of my slump a little bit Mm -hmm. this week why don't we let the listeners know how we got here why rejection is such a big topic for us this week is (laughs) we just had a revolution revolution revelation Revelation. just because obviously we've just started dating again this is our first week back yeah and we forgot about the rejection i think i i don't know why i thought it was gonna be easier this time around i don't know why not easier but just more like i know what's coming mm. my first tip when it comes to how to handle rejection and this one i'm still practicing don't try to pretend that you don't care that's a big one for you yeah that is a big one for i you. know <laughs> and a lot of people because i front like i don't care and i'm like it's fine i don't care whatever on the inside it hurts for sure does it make you does it make the process easier pretending like you don't care or you just know that you're lying to yourself i think it comes from a source of anxiety and embarrassment where a rejection happens and i get embarrassed so i act and i front like i don't care whereas i deeply care for sure and i definitely get that too that you want to act like you're all good you want to act like nothing can affect you and you feel silly when you have such strong emotions when it could potentially just be like a week-long thing or whatnot but it still hurts still sting so definitely just accepting that and then that allows the conversation to open up yeah obviously i know you well enough now where i'm like yeah you've been in (laughs) hibernation for 24 hours you haven't made contact with the outside world i know you're struggling right now (laughs) but just say you didn't have potential close friends ignoring those feelings isn't going to do anything because they might not recognize us easily exactly it just takes you longer to accept what has happened and can lead to a breakdown when you keep bottling 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 and then all of a sudden you start crying over no snacks in the house 
<laughs> very minute things that don't deserve to you. Yeah. Your body just needs a release. Yeah, 100%. So, redirecting that anger yeah. and hurt to someone else. I think I also front like I don't care because I always cringe at the idea of me being more into someone than someone's into me and being that person that comes across desperate. So I feel like if I act very nonchalant and I don't care about what happens, then I gas at myself and everybody around me is just like, she's fine, she's cool as a cucumber. Whereas I feel like everybody in my circle right now sees right through that anymore. I feel like it starts a healing process quicker whenever I get broken up with or get rejected I'm very much like I'm in my feels right now just give me 24 hours and then we'll, we'll get back on track yep it starts a healing process is the first step of healing acceptance that's the last step okay <laughs> I think the first step is... I mean, you're in therapy. You should know the steps. <laughs> don't quote me on that. I don't know the steps. Um, denial. Denial. Is the, whoa. Snap. So that is right. I do deny. Oh, there we go. Full That's circle. my first step. Let's circle back. <laughs> first step is denial. Second is anger. And then there's bargaining. And mm. I think then there's depression. You're very good at bargaining. And there's this... It's another word for Lulu, I think. Okay, but I don't bargain with the person. I'm... No, no, no. You bargain yeah. with yourself. And yeah. Like, should I go back? <laughs> okay, love that. That's a great tip. And you know what? I think no matter if it's one week or two years, I feel like you can still be as reactive as you want. I feel like <laughs> the situationships seem to be harder because it's just unfinished. Yeah, and it all happens very quickly with the love bombing and the yeah. breadcrumbing. It's yeah exhausting process my one is rejection is redirection damn girl yeah that one's stuck it's obviously not my own yeah um but it's always stuck with me that no matter with dating or like a job or anything i feel like the universe has something in store for you so if this isn't happening naturally it's not meant to be for you yeah don't force it don't force it the universe is trying to redirect you yeah putting you back on the lucky girl path (laughs) the universe is punching you in the face but um you know you say thank you (laughs) thank you you keep it pushing thank you you know wipe the tears and keep it moving i guess not everything that you want is good for you and maybe this is the universe's way of being this isn't going to bring you joy or happiness but will put you on a path that you could find that 100 percent. when you look back at people you've previously dated or seen you're dating a guy and you think he's the be all end all you want to marry this man he's perfect in reality treats you badly and you don't see that until he breaks up with you you get out of that love bubble move on to the next guy and you realize well actually yeah now i have something to compare it to one thing i can say at this point is that every situation ship that's ended thank god that was not end game for me but i can only say that now having new situationships and growing and all of that i can look back and thank you god for not letting that be my end game no matter how much i was crying about it at the time yeah i mean rejection is redirection it obviously takes a while to get to that mentality when i get rejected i am obviously not like oh my god the universe has something better yeah. for me i'm in my feels yeah i think yeah. the biggest thing with dating is finding a way to separate your own self-worth from the dating experiences and rejections because it's very easy to yourself apart and mm. like okay well maybe all these horrible things i've thought about myself can come are true because this person doesn't want to be with me anymore yeah so um it's a way to sort of dividing that and separating dating rejections from your self-worth yeah for sure i think that's a big one is go easy on yourself yeah you know we're all learning we're all in this experience together we're putting ourselves on a platter to be judged by someone else it's a vulnerable experience so i think just having compassion for yourself and you know not using words like embarrassing (laughs) okay not (laughs) 
Like nothing is embarrassing in dating. Actually, that's untrue. But you know, only yeah. for the men. Well, my next point was, I think the best part about dating and even rejection is the debrief with your girls. Of course, it's so, essential. It's so essential. It's so pivotal for me mm. to have that debrief, even if it's all just what's it called roasting even if it all is just roasting getting with your girls and talking about it and debriefing and being a little bit deluded with them really helps the process of rejection for sure a hundred percent that's like top tier information you need to be able to vent out no matter how crazy the thoughts are every single thought that comes to your head you just yeah. need to release it into the group chat <laughs> multiple voice notes a day everything every delusional crazy psychotic yeah. thought you had just needs to be vented out and and then, you know, we can build from there. Yeah, exactly. Put it into that void. Yeah. Um, that I just remember with early days of being stood up by Pizza Rat and my voice notes were five minutes long and I was sending them all day, every day, talking about the same situation. You guys were there. You yeah. listened. You need a solid group of friends because you are going to want to talk about the same thing over yeah. and over again. And you do find ways to bring them up into conversation every single story somehow. Yeah. There's a grace period after you've been rejected where it's a free-for-all and you're just allowed to say what you want and release it you know yep. hear every opinion from every girlfriend and it just needs to be done yeah people need to be sick of you you gotta <laughs> analyze it from different angles the same and you situation. need their analysis yeah you need to get the whiteboard you need to make your moves and then bring it all together 100 percent. yeah i think that's one of the biggest ways that i'm able to move forward is even just like your friend saying you're not crazy like you're absolutely yeah. in the right you're For a sure. gaslit this guy's sure. a dickhead 100 especially when you know you are potentially embarrassed about a situation or a breakup or you know being rejected everyone in the group has a story that's similar yeah it might not be the exact copy and paste but it is you know yeah. they've got their own rejection story their own breakup and their own experience then you're like wow why yeah. was i crying and what i also love about the girls group is that with the dating game there's always going to be another story coming soon a hundred percent and that's why it's good. It's kind of another tip, but I guess the same one. Surround yourself with people in the same boat, the yep. same single boat. Because when you go to your friends who are in healthy relationships, that's great. You get that wholesome perspective that's yep. always really positive and sunny side up. But you need to go to the gals in the trenches with you <laughs> and they will see it for how it is. They will see how grim the dating scene is. Yeah, the girls that are on these streets in the dating game, you know, they understand how feral it can be. And I love the feral advice that you get as well a hundred percent you know sometimes the group chat gets feral and it's just a way to fuel your soul the more unhinged the responses the better a hundred yeah no i love that we love crazy like if your friends aren't more angry than you about the situation they're not your friend yeah <laughs> there have been times when you said to me I wish you had some of this anger for yourself you give great advice when you're not in the situation yourself and yep. I'm like girl where were you when you're in your own situation Sorry. like you would be storming the streets the capital <laughs> that kind of brings me to my next tip I feel like I'm a very reactive person as I'm getting older I'm trying to not be as reactive but you know initial thoughts you're take over sometimes <laughs> but with rejection and I guess all those kind of things that come with it is I get very heated very quickly and I think as I'm growing older I've learned that you know you need to channel that energy into something else or else you're gonna go crazy and <laughs> like you just need to be able to have some time to process all your feelings and not just sleep on it just like have a few days and I find like with boxing as 
basic as that sounds starting that like I am so angry (laughs) all the time but last year I was like very angry but you know you channel that anger and that like energy into something physical yeah and you're just too tired by the end of the day to really react anymore well working out was what I mind to just having that outlet is so important I know with boxing I picture people's faces sometimes and I'm really mad at them so yeah Yeah, in those power shots and it doesn't I mean it doesn't have to be boxing like we are quite violent people obviously and that physical punch into a bag makes us really satisfied but you know I'm sure yoga and other forms of physical exercise slash torture I think working out (laughs) clears your head Mm. because you're so focused on the physical activity that you're doing you just your brain goes blank yeah a hundred percent and especially during a breakup or rejection you need as much serotonin as you can get however way possible and a lot of people you know will do a quick high potentially turn to you know partying and alcohol but obviously that's not sustainable and there's a big high and a big drop but exercise you know it's a slow release of serotonin antioxidants antioxidants sorry endorphins I was also going to say that in that same vein where with rejection, you could also make very big impulse choices just to get Uh, some uh power back or like self-validation. So, you know, I've been guilty of this in the past where I've been rejected by someone that I was keen on, but we go out and I end up wanting validation from just anybody um, on the night out. And I always just feel really gross the next day anyway, which doesn't help like the healing process or doesn't help the rejection process. It's okay to be in your feels and those impulse choices that you make have repercussions. For sure. And like that's a big one is just those impulse decisions. You just need to just take a step back. I feel like I've gotten really good with it over the past few years is just to take a breath. Literally just take a breath because every thought is coming to you at a million miles a minute and you just want to act on every single one. And I used to act on every single impulse I had after a breakup and just go crazy and then I still to this day cringe over what I used to do who I used to blab to I used to tell anyone who had a pulse who would listen to me about how I was like dogged and everything just be silent and just like relax you don't need to go after them with everything you have they do say on TikTok as well move in silence move in silence 100% I think when you're so raw out there on the street and you're just looking to feel something again and justify the like the things that have happened to you you're just trying to make sense of it all so you're you're out here wounded and you're making mistakes so move in silence take a beat 100% you don't need to plot a revenge you just have to sit back let karma do its thing what did taylor say the trash takes itself out every Uh, time every time the trash takes itself out for example a guy cheated when i found out i saw red i obviously voice noted you and everyone i knew none just my inner circle and i had a whole scheme of revenge yeah i was going <laughs> to like i had his passwords i was going to hack into his apple i was going to download screenshot all the messages grab his phone when he wasn't looking i knew the girl's name i was going to go on a linkedin message her bosses like i had a to b like it was giving pretty little liars yeah that level of revenge there was no coming back for her if you went ahead with this plan i was ready to go and then after a week I was just like what am I doing what am I literally doing here this 
person is obviously hurt and like sad enough in their own lives to be cheating out here on the streets. I'm just going to sit back and cut off all access to me. And I feel like from there, karma has taken its place and, you know, they continue to just like try and weasel their way back in, but you've cut off access and karma is doing its thing. So just move in silence, I think. And it's always really great when you can look back on who you used to be and how you used to react and then how you are now and how you react to the same kind of situations. And it's just like a proud moment because you do want to react. Everyone wants to act on impulse, but it takes more to just hold yourself back. And I think when you create when you want that explosion and you want them to feel pain, it's never just, it's going to blow up in their face and you can just watch. Usually there's fall back onto you as well. Yeah. So I think moving in silence and, you know, having your self-worth intact, you'll always have the upper hand on that situation. For sure, 100%. Gorgeous. What do you think? Obviously, you know, it's always been talked about, but with rejection and then going back to that rejection going back to that person that's rejected you. People say it's for closure, people say it's for, you know, just to talk about things, whatever it is, but what are your thoughts, obviously, on going back to a person that's rejected you? I mean, I think you give yourself closure, so going back to that person, if they want to hear you out, or like, half the time I think it's for them to make themselves feel better about kind of the situation. I mean, I've done the thing where you've gone back. We've all done it. Yeah. So I saw this thing on TikTok and she was like, imagine being thrown out in the trash and then the garbage truck comes and picks up the trash that you're in and takes you to the landfill. And then you go back to the guy that threw you out in the trash and present yourself to him again. And that made me choke. You know what TikTok? So I was like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, That makes absolute sense to me more than anything else i've ever seen was this trash analogy and i really resonated with that so yeah and also what i've also realized with going back is that any work that you've done is undone by allowing this person back into your life that's mistreated you because they're never going to change their ways if their behavior is always accepted so um we don't do that anymore in 2024 (laughs) We don't. Do you know, I saw a TikTok, if you're struggling to, if you keep going back to your same ex, there was a TikTok and it was like, if, can you imagine sending a message to a guy about getting back together, him screenshotting that, putting it in his group chat saying, look who came back again. Diabolical. No matter how shit I treat her screenshot, look who came back again. And then the boys making fun of you in this group chat and boys can be so mean. I mean. Okay. Yeah, I also sometimes consider the fact that women like Adriana Lima or Jennifer Aniston, who are considered to be beautiful women, very desirable women, have been rejected in the heights of their careers as well. They've been cheated on, they've been disrespected. Beyonce, Beyonce, Sophie Turner last year. So it's not about you, it's about (laughs) them. And that makes me feel better. A hundred percent. It's just your wrong person. Yeah. I think a tip with getting rejected is to just give yourself a grace period, I think, depending on how long your situation or relationship was. Just give yourself a few weeks or a few months to just, like, do what you want and, you know, be easy, go easy on yourself. One of my tips was practicing self-care during that time after rejection. Having your everything shower but for yourself. You know, enjoying your company with your friends, um, working out, just looking after yourself as much as you can and maybe being a little bit selfish with that self-care too and just making sure that you're prioritizing yourself during your rejection especially. I hope you're writing this list down. It is written down. But I think the growth that I've seen in myself this week is that it was only like 
an eight hour slump and not a 24 hour slump. So they're kind of a hot tip for rejection. Yeah. And how to handle it. I mean, spend time with the girls, <laughs> self-care. Work out. Don't take it too personally. It's redirection, not rejection. Not everyone is for you and you aren't for everyone. And you only have to get dating once right. You only have to be right about someone once for it to work. And avoid those impulse decisions. <laughs> no impu- impulse moves. We move in silence in 2024. So that kind of brings us to how we got to this topic episode was that If you're listening last week, we've downloaded the dating apps again. We've downloaded Bumble. We're on Tinder and we're putting ourselves back out there again. One of our goals this year is to try to date at least one person a month. So we are in Jan and we've downloaded these apps uh, last week. It's been a little bit eventful for me, um, just in the ways of rejection. (laughs) So if you weren't with us last week, um, we did a little segment on catfishing (laughs) where I was talking to someone and I wasn't sure if I was getting catfished it was giving a little catfishing vibes but Mm -hmm. um you know I think we were just trying to have a little bit of faith and optimism because we did talk last week about having a little trust in the process Mm -hmm. okay so I've been talking to this guy let's say his name is Henry (laughs) random name Henry I mean report him I have um (laughs) so we're talking and um, all of a sudden I get this message from him asking me to press on a link to check out his Amazon storefront and fill out a survey. Sir, sir, any, we're not clicking on links before no. we've met someone in person. Exactly. And he refused to meet you not once but twice in person. Yes. And he also messaged me saying that, are you free next Thursday? So potentially Thursday next week for a date. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good because I already asked twice. So I thought that initiative was good on his behalf. Mm -hmm. I had come back from the tennis and we were talking and he says, I need your help. Do you mind checking out my storefront and filling out the survey? Here's the link. And yeah, burst that bubble. Oh my God. It's actually embarrassing. And you know what was a red flag that we didn't really know until now because we thought catfishing ended in like 2013, like... Sorry, MTV. Um, am I getting catfished? Yes. Okay. <laughs> when you matched on Tinder and then he asked for your WhatsApp and you moved it to WhatsApp, he deleted you off Tinder. So he unmatched with you. Yep. And now knowing the full story, it's so you couldn't go back on Tinder and report him. Yeah, exactly. Because I thought when he unmatched with me on Tinder that I wasn't ever going to hear from him again. Because sometimes guys do that where they, whatever. Yeah. So. I did end up reporting him on WhatsApp because it was the most that I can do. It was a hit just in terms of embarrassment for me. The Uh, first half of this episode. I know, but I'm saying that at the time I felt embarrassed. But how are you meant to know? Like, to be fair, a lot of people, myself included, like to talk on an app or on Messenger just to gauge the kind of banter before seeing them in person. Especially as women, we don't want to be just meeting people on day one. Safety first. I think I was embarrassed about the idea that this guy thought I can scam this girl. Like she's the one for me to scam. That was embarrassing for me to come to terms with. Of course. But you so... realize this man, he's probably swiping on every single person. Yeah. Matching with every single person he meets. Like he's got this down pat. Like he's deleting you off Tinder. He know This is his plan yeah. of attack. I don't yeah. think you're the first and I don't think you'll be the last. And he obviously is so entrenched in his scammer game where he sends like he sends photos of this guy who he's pretending to be 
on the daily he sends pictures of what he's eating and drinking so it's giving a little mm. like sharing energy <laughs> the more i think about it the more when you know you're like obviously yeah because he didn't ask for any socials which i feel like as soon as you match with someone and they ask for something separate it's normally socials it's not your number it's more to gauge your pictures and your vibe and if if there's consistency with your photos yes but it's so obvious to spot a fake social profile yeah but he's on whatsapp so Mm. you don't question it and reflecting back on the situation um when i went on a date with the aquaman guy Mm. he said that a lot of women's profiles are scamming profiles and they take you to whatsapp and get you to like join bitcoin or do some rando things so i think the guys are also aware of it because it happens to them quite a bit um which i didn't realize that guys had issues on like on dating apps as much as we do but clearly they have these issues too yeah i was in a little bit of a funk just because this happened and then on the same night (laughs) i was talking to this other guy who is a pilot and the banter was pretty straight from the bat which was great he was telling me how he had three tattoos And I said, great, you know, I got two. And all of a sudden he was like, oh, women should be a blank canvas. Ew. Disgusting. So I said, what do you mean? Like, you have three tattoos. And he says, yeah, but I'm a guy. It's okay for me to have tattoos. You're a pretty girl. You should have none. Like, you should be a blank canvas. And I said to him, I plan on getting more tattoos. You're being really weird with this. And then he comes in trying to change the subject. And I just stopped responding to him. It felt like I was doused with like a bucket of cold water. Of course. I was just very disgusted. I'm like, mate, this is really weird behavior. Yeah. And that's his opinion on tattoos. Imagine actual... Like like, actual real issues. Feminism or anything. I'm scared. Yeah. (laughs) I'm scared. What a douchebag. I just don't understand that mentality. I've never met anyone with tattoos who is dissing people with tattoos. It's always a very, like, with people with tattoos, always like, you should get more tattoos. Check out this artist. It's always very, you know, an eager conversation to have. But for him to be like, you're a girl. You should have nothing on your body. You should be a blank. To use the word a blank canvas really... For your pleasure? Yeah. It, it like, icked me so hard because I'm not existing on this planet for you to have a blank canvas. And just, but, like, why can you tell your story through your tattoos yet I can't? You're upset that I have two tattoos. Would you like me to wear all white and be a Virgin Mary for you, sir? Blank canvas for you, sir. Um, so that happened as well on the same night. And I just felt... Yeah, that's a double whammy. It was a double whammy. It's a KO. <laughs> Knock you out. Week one. Exactly. So I ended up just needing an eight-hour rot in day situation. Experience were you this week. silent or were you silent? I was silenced that week. <laughs> I think I hate this little life this week. Yeah. I also tried to message some guys on Bumble because we spoke about Bumble last week. I just never got response back. Yeah, I think it was just these three things had happened. And I was like, this is, I'm done. Yeah. I'm it. Like, this Take is it. Out. Take me out of the game. Single for life. Happy girl for life. Not triggered for life. Just a little note on that. We did see your first message that you sent on Bumble and I was scared. I was scared too because I panicked. I was like, who is she? I've never, just for reference, guys, I've never had Bumble till this year. I've always ever used Tinder and Hinge. So I had Bumble for the first time and the clock was ticking. You had the power. You were sending the first message and that power. The clock, wait, the clock was ticking. All right. You know, you have 24 hours. I panicked and I sent this message to this guy and it was half in caps and 
I said a really aggressive GIF and I wouldn't respond to that either. And I I couldn't delete it. I couldn't delete it and try again. It was out there and poor guy saw it, got scared, didn't respond. And I understand that completely. I'm not going to lie. I was scared for my safety too. I was scared too. I shared it with you because... I needed to, I needed someone to see me. I was scared. I was alone. I was like, why are you yelling at this man? I don't know why I yelled. Okay. I, I was so upset that I did not get you to review the message before I sent it. But because last week you were speaking about your one-liners and you were coming about like this. You were so good. And so I was like, I can do this. And in reality, I could not do it. It's when I was coming to you with those one-liners, I'd said, I already had time to, you know, craft them. I didn't just go, ah! That was my approach. It was down to the last was, hour and I was like, put anything out there. It was like a deer in headlights, let me yell at you. <laughs> the poor guy was a deer in headlights and I was this lorry truck heading at him. No warning. And What did you say again? <laughs> um, Firstly, it was the Alma emoji on fire where he's like, hail Satan. <laughs> oh, okay. So his prompt was something that a personal hell for him is slow walkers. And then... <laughs> And then I said, um, you know what's worse than slow walkers is slow walkers. And then this part was in caps and people holding hands. That's my personal hell. And that whole part was in caps and exclamation points. And then there was the elbow with his hands up with the fire around him. So when I tell you guys that I am better in person, I come across better in person. This is what I mean. Like, how do I file a restraining order? (laughs) He's like, this is my personal hell. The fact that he didn't respond as well. It's like, he was scared. He called his mom that night. And he said, mom, I don't know what's going on anymore, but I need to come home. Good. We should be scaring men this year. In 2024, we scare men. We have the power. (laughs) This is why girls don't message first. This week, I have a newfound respect for guys that message with quirky, fun messages because mm. it's difficult. And I see that now. And I also see why some guys just go, hey, <laughs> that's safe. They're tired. That's what I realized with Bumble is like, like girl boss a bit too close to the sun is that I was like a kid in a candy shop with candy. <laughs> <laughs> you were unsupervised kid in a candy shop. I was on a sugar high. I was messaging all these guys. And then the next day I woke up and I had some messages and I was like, I'm too tired to respond. Like, I just thought of an amazing first line. Like, give me, give me a day, sir. I need to recover. <laughs> like, do we, does this have to be a back and forth conversation because I'm done and I haven't been on it in a few days because I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. I'm tired. It's been a big week. We launched. When we said we were launching, we launched. We launched hard and we also, we broke hard too. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like so. I crashed and burned on Bumble. But in saying that, I was like, Sunday night, I've got to respond to okay. these people. We did say that we were soft launching Jan <laughs> in terms of the what. <laughs> I'll never get over that drip because I just. I was like, I, no caps lock. Why did I go that hard? And also because that whole thing would have been a jump scare for him. It would have been scary. The poor, just for bad for him. I apologize to this man. <laughs> so anyway, you know, we, we're, we're doing the research for you guys. That's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. Before you send a message on Bumble, just give yourself that time. Just take a breath. 
Yeah. Take your phone off caps lock and no memes. No gifs of, of bio Elmo. and Elmo. And, and that's why I think oh, this week I've just been thinking, it's never been this hard. <laughs> why is it so hard? And then I saw this TikTok, because obviously TikTok knows whenever I'm going through something. <laughs> and then this girl on TikTok was saying... These apps are designed to keep you lonely and to keep you paying for them. They're not designed for you to find someone because how else are they going to pay? Like, how else are they going to get paid? Yeah. All these apps are going to make money. So they're designed for you to feel lonely. So you boost your profile, which costs money, so that you have more reach. Or you have premium so that you can swipe on people who's swiping on you or have Mm. more swipes or have some super likes. She goes, it's not designed for you to find love. It's designed for you to have to be lonely and to keep yourself in a cycle where... You're spending money on the apps. Yeah, 100%. So I think having that as a context as well helped. Thank you, TikTok, yeah. for that algorithm. 100%. So The yeah. apps have gone downhill. So I've heard. Yeah. When we were talking last week about Bumble and I said it stops, it's good because it stops you from getting those weird-ass messages from those guys because you have the power, you start the conversation. Little did I know... <laughs> That fact was not a fact. It was very incorrect. So, unfortunately, men are still men at the end of the day. Men will find a way. So, I thought sending the first message would kind of weed out the creeps. But I sent a message to this guy who we'd matched and he sent back, you're hot, come over, question mark or something. And I was just like, why are you on Bumble? Go to Tinder, please. I think it's the same men on all these apps because why would they just have one when they have... If they download Hinge, Bumble and Tinder, they are three times more likely to match with someone. But sometimes it does weed out some of the really lazy ones because Tinder, you just put a few photos, Bumble, Hinge, you have have, to actually think. I have come across some Bumble profiles where they don't have anything on them. Yeah, and that's a a swipe left for me. Yeah, I just think how low effort can you be? Like, and what am I meant to say? I can't, I'm not going to respond from one of the pictures being like, oh my God, baby, (laughs) you're so hot. On that, I am speaking to someone, he works... Excuse me? Not on Bumble, from Tinder. He works at the docks, getting his A hands man. A man with his hands. Yeah, labor. Okay. What does he do on the docks? I'm sure that he, like, picks things up and puts them down <laughs> for a living. But he does a lot of night shifts. But we'll see. It's just... Who is this man? You've never mentioned him before. It doesn't matter. It's... it's He's fine. The conversation is fine. It's a little bit funny. Does he have a beard? It. Yes. I know it. You love a guy with a beard. I do. I don't mind. I like facial hair. I'm just a human. Okay. Your type is very much like Viking gal. Usually it is, but I feel like it's also switching up to be a little bit pretty boys. Mm. Week one. Crash and burn, but we're coming back up. Catch me next week in our dating app update. I will, I promise I will open my messages and I will actually have a conversation. What I'm going to try for this week is try swiping on Bumble again and coming up with better opening lines and just continue with my swiping game and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, if Tinder's working for you, it's working for you. I wouldn't say it's working. It's just there. Um, Bumble is there. It's all there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we have been talking a little bit about is having a girls night and trying our luck in the wild in Whoa. real life. Just a little bit, a little bit of eye contact here and there. <laughs> Yeah, I think that I just kind of take this easy and slow and see what happens. Yeah, I feel like dating apps should be on the back burner and us putting ourselves out there in real life needs to be the top priority. And with that, I mean just leaving our house. 
yes, that's 2024, leave the house. Um, because I feel in my soul of souls that I'm supposed to meet someone in real life. Literally, like I was in such a silly, goofy mood coming over here. I was listening to Defining Gravity by Wicked. And I was like, I haven't even seen Wicked. What am I listening to and why? I'm sorry, but get out of the house, Molly. You saw me laughing at Superstore today, like a belly laugh. And you said, you need to get out of the house for Like, I know when you've been rotting for a few days. And I too like to rot, but I'm less obvious with, like, human contact. <laughs> like, sometimes you're so strange and I'm like, she hasn't left the house this month. It's okay. To be fair, I left the house yesterday and I was out all day. To do what? I went to the oh, yeah, exhibit right. and stuff. That's a wrap on our dating game for the past week and also on how to handle rejection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. have any pop culture updates for us? Oh, I love this segment. Firstly, would it be a pop culture segment without mentioning Taylor Swift? The queen herself, we're seeing her in the flesh in less than a month. I know. Firstly, have you got your outfit? I know what outfit I'm putting together. I just need to collect those items okay. and buy them. Yep, gorgeous. So have you seen, obviously, the next album to drop will be Reputation? Of course. All her close friends have gone black and white on their profile pictures on Instagram. Sorry, what? Sir? Wait, this happened today? This is a test because I sent you the video and you didn't watch it. <laughs> Guys, do you have friends that also don't watch the TikToks you send them because you're a fraud? Don't put me on blast like this, okay? I watched literally the 25 you sent me last <laughs> night. Literally last night, I watched 25 TikToks, giggled, reacted, saved, favorites. I'm just coming up for air. You act like it's a chore to watch them. <laughs> I it's, love getting your TikToks. Video, I love it. Trust me. Videos you know that I thought about that you would enjoy. That's why I love it when you send me TikToks. And I, and I like to watch them together. Mm, like I love to collect them, them and then watch them with my cup of tea. Cup of tea. Yeah. All right. Talk about this black and white. I just wanted to also add on that note. I nearly didn't send it to you because we're obviously on the same algorithm. And mm. everything I know about Taylor, you already seem to know. So I was just like, oh, quick little send. They've all gone black and white. Reputation. I mean. Reputation era is upon us. <laughs> Say less. Say mother effing so, less. I'm guessing this is Blake Lively, yep, Gigi Hadid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single mofo you can think of, black and white. So it's happening. Something big is happening, which works very well with my outfit for the concert. Um, obviously, reputation error. Reputation, I'm going to be lover girl. That's just because I'm trying to manifest some lover girl energy for me. Good. I am so keen for Vault Edition's reputation Mm-mm-mm. because... They're going to slap. Slap so hard and she's teased that it goes really hard like ready for it yeah i can't imagine a song on that level do you reckon that she like she'll announce the album drop and then it'll come during one of our dates because i would not recover from that yeah i just i just i know that will be my last day on this earth yeah (laughs) eras tour as it is right now i know that there will be a pre-rocky eras tour and a Mm. post-rocky era tour and i don't know who she's going to be on the other end of that 100 percent at work there's another girl who's obviously going she's going fearless and there was this guy sitting across from us and he was like so explain to me what's going on and (laughs) trying to explain the errors and he was just laughing like you silly little child and i was like yeah sue me anyway and then i was like oh yeah and we also make we've got to make friendship bracelets of course and he nearly spat his water out and he was like are you serious and i was like babe yeah we have to trade them with other friendship bracelets did i stutter i've saved some tiktok videos on how to make friendship bracelets so we need to do that so we need to do that it's our turn i've seen it in the us i've seen it in europe i've seen it everywhere and it's finally coming to me yeah (laughs) have you been before 
I've never been to a Taylor Swift concert before. Get ready for it. <laughs> Gorgeous. Um, we'll move on because we understand not everyone has the same level of obsession. Have you seen this aesthetic old mob wife? Oh, the mob wife aesthetic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's replacing the clean girl aesthetic. There's electric, that's not even how you say it, grinder. There's like all these different, I can't keep up with all these trends. But mob wife, I don't know how I feel about it because I feel like I love it on the gals. But if I was to do it, I would look so tacky. I think the mob wife aesthetic is supposed to be loud energy. It's leopard prints. It's It's the big glasses. It's Mm -hmm. the fur. It's the big hair. It's the messy hair. It's the energy. It's the energy. It's giving I don't give a fuck Mm. energy. Mm. And you kind of pull that off some days. But I also know that your energy is the Blair Waldorf, corporate girly, bow in the hair kind of energy. Blair Waldorf is the mob. She wouldn't be the wife of the mobster. You know what I mean? No, the wife of the mobster is... When I think of a mobster wife, I think of the leopard prints. I think of loud jewelry, No, no, I mean attitude-wise. Like, she is the top of the hierarchy. Yeah. She is the godfather. She would be the godfather. She's not a wife of the godfather. You know what I mean? Yes. Different energies. But also, I think it's just... Leopard print just isn't my vibe. I also am just like, there's so many trends. There's so many trends that go on. And I'm just like, can we just take a beat? And it came out because The Sopranos is having their anniversary this year. Oh, is that why? So they had a PR team kind of come in with this mob wife aesthetic. And the girlies on TikTok picked it up. So they got Italian-American girls on TikTok to do mob wife aesthetics. And then it got picked up on TikTok as a trend. And now the mob wife aesthetic is a thing actual like italian americans are coming out like that you're doing it wrong this is how it's supposed to be done so it's a whole thing on tiktok yeah um anyway i think i'm just gonna sit this one out and wait for the next um just yeah but wrapping this up um thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next week bye